leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. We are joined on the line now by Safa's acting head of referees, Mr. Abdul Ibrahim, a former match official himself, of course, uh, just to just talk about the decisions and uh, why as Safa they are also happy with the officiating since the resumption of the season. Good evening, Mr. Ibrahim. Thank you very much for being available to speak to us again on SAFM, sir. Good evening to you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so... Yes. Good evening to the listeners as well. Thank you. Let's start maybe with yesterday's statement. You released a statement yesterday as Safa saying that you were very happy with the performances of the match officials. What's pleased you the most since the season resumed? Um, yes. Um, look, we, we, we must understand that um, we are in a difficult period and uh, our match officials have come off uh, nearly five months of um, not being active. When I say uh, not being active, active in matches, because we know that match fitness and, and, and normal fitness is not the same thing. Um, our match officials had to come into this bubble and, you know, step into the cauldron of what is the Glad Africa Championship as well as the APTA uh, Premiership. And um, yes, we, we, there have been one or two mistakes, but um, on a whole, if I look at all the matches that have been officiated, uh, the match officials have acquitted themselves very well, physically and technically on the field of play. Talking about the fact that they came back from a five-month break, I mean, there's not much time when the new season will start. Um, so what, what are they going to do during that time? Do you expect them to keep their own fitness levels? Will they go back to camp and be tested again? Um, well, the, the, we have had fitness monitors or fitness instructors sorry, um, inside the bubble as well. Mm-hmm. We have been keeping the match officials fit. I mean, we, have, we normally have match day minus one, uh, physical exercises, then after the match they have um, active recoveries, etc., etc. Um, and then we also have those match officials who, who are not available to be inside the bubble, who are also being kept busy by uh, uh, physical uh, coaches, and they are being given uh, physical checks that they need to do all the time. So we have we have been keeping our match officials uh, active, um, those inside the bubble as well as those who could not be here. And what are the, some of the challenges in the bubble? Because we've heard from coaches, they're saying it's tough being in the bubble. You even have no place to go and refresh your mind. You have to go back there and go back the next day or two and go play another game. Yeah, you know, this, this bubble situation is, is new to everybody. And um, I think, you know, you, you can ask anybody who has been in isolation for a few days even. It, it, it's difficult. Uh, we must understand these are young match officials. They are away from their families and friends. I mean, they're not even allowed to go across the road to maybe buy a pizza. Um, you know, so so it, it is difficult. The psychological aspect of it can be uh, difficult. And, you know, um, you, 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 we're in each other's faces all the time. So we see each other every single day. And, and you have to um, find things to keep the minds occupied. I mean... Some of the guys started playing football here. We have a huge parking lot. You know, just to um, get get them uh, away from the, the challenges that, that, that on field, you know, that the absolute premiership and the GAC matches produce. So we have to keep them uh, occupied in something different other than, you know, the, the, the football that they have to be involved with all the time. So are they are they sharing the same hotels as some of the teams or are the match officials secluded in a secluded oh, that's place? A simple, that's a simple answer, sir. 
Mm. Match officials never share hotels with teams. They mm. should never. Okay. Now, though, uh, it seems like the overall impression is that they've performed better than you expected. Is that correct? I have to look. On a whole, they performed very well. I'm yeah. happy with the performance of all the match officials. Yeah. Yes, there have been mistakes, and those mistakes have been dealt with. But um, on a whole, I mean, you, you really can't let me answer that uh, one incident or two incidents in isolation. I have to look at the, the, the big picture, and the big mm. picture is looking at all the matches and all the officiating. Mm. And I have to say the officiating has been of a high standard. And which are some of those mistakes then that you've noted and that have been dealt with? Well, they, 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 there's um, the incident that uh, we released the press statement uh, uh, this afternoon um, with the perceived uh, uh, mistake that was made by the referee in the Kaiser Chiefs versus Chipper United match. Uh, that, is, that is a perceived error. And um, I think you are going to ask me about that. So I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to explain that to you. Yes, no, please go ahead because that's why we called you. We saw the statement. The statement says Safa's head of referees vindicates a referee in the Chipper match. Uh, why then, why do you say then referee Jelly Chavani made the right decision there? Well, I, I think um, for, any, for any person who, is, who knows the technical issues uh, around the laws of the game, if you really analyze the clip, you can clearly see the offense that the referee picked up as well. Um, if we look at the player from uh, Chippa United as the corner kick was taken, okay, mm-hmm. um, he backs into one of the Kaiser Chief defenders who in turn impedes the goalkeeper who is coming to play the ball. The ball is in the air, okay? And by doing that, he impedes the defender who impedes his goalkeeper um, for the teammate of the Chipper United player to then head the ball into the net. But if we watch the clip, we can actually see the push and we can actually see the referee blow his whistle before the ball goes into the net. Mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, when we analyze these clips, this is what we do. We, we, we speak to our uh, top technical people as well. And um, we get them to analyze the incidents. And, and this is exactly what we see on the clip. Okay? So, yes, the referee was 100% correct to award the foul against the player of Chipper United for um, impeding um, his opponent. Okay, so so the the player, Kevin Moyo, so the, the, the decision was not Kune being impeded. It was Kevin Moyo uh, pushing a Chiefs defender, and that's the decision. Correct. He impeded the defender who impeded the goalkeeper. That is correct, sir. And if you look at the clip as well, the referee has a clear um, view of the incident. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Kuna comes out for the ball, does that come into effect or the foul is just on the infield players, not the goalkeeper? Well, it, 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 what happened, the one, the one incident had, a, had an effect on the other incident. By, by impeding the defender, he in turn impeded his goalkeeper. And it was all in one action. It wasn't, it wasn't two separate actions. Mm. It's all one action. He pushed the defender who impeded the goalkeeper, and therefore, that was the foul. The impeding of the defender was the foul. The goalkeeper then could not get to the ball. 
Okay. And and that's with you seeing that with your own analyst without even getting the match report from Mr. Chabani. Does he put that in the match report? Did he have to explain it to you as the head of referees? Uh, no, they don't really have to explain to me as, as the head of referees. Um, we have a, a review committee who uh, views these incidents. Mm. And um, if they deem it necessary, then they will um, have the referee uh, give his explanation. But we also have a match assessor. Um, the match is live, so we have a match assessor who has a copy of the match, and we we have um, experts as well who cut clips, the video clips for these matches, and they analyze these uh, video clips. So this is how we get the technical information. Okay, let's play some of the voice notes. We're talking to Safa's acting head of referees, Mr. Abdul Ibrahim. Hello, Tabisho Masia. Yeah, no, we are used to this. It's always noise when it's, it's Kaiser Chiefs benefiting. But if these calls are against us, Kaiser Chiefs, nobody's saying anything. Anyway, it's about time we have VAR in the PSL. That's P-Man in Kuruma. Good evening, everybody. You guys are listening to Itumiling from Middleburg. Um, first of all, I think that the quality of football in South Africa is not that great. Uh, but then the officiating then makes it even harder for us to watch the games because some of the decisions that the linesmen do are just shocking. So I want to I wanna ask your guest there, Mr. Teresa Messia, is what is it that they are doing to improve the officiating from the linesmen? Because, wow, it is so shocking. Every, almost every game, uh, so frustrating to watch. This is Chico here. Why the officials have to support Kaiser Chiefs to win. It's not starting now. I mean, it's been long time from the beginning of the, 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 the this league until now. The officials are still doing the same thing. On Sundown, they deny because they knew that Sundown wants more goals to get up. And then as well as uh, uh, the Chipper United, Chipper United denied because they know that if Kaiser Chiefs lose, then Sundown is going to be on top. But that is not a football. I mean, it's a corruption. Uh, we don't know if 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 Kaiser Chiefs gave cash, but I mean, if it's just because you like Kaiser Chiefs, I mean, they must play. They have the players who are, who are going to compete there. Thank you. Okay, thanks for that. We'll let Mr. Ibrahim respond after this break. Sport on on SAFM. And on Twitter, uh, Sivem Bamba says, "I don't see the cheaper player who's heading the ball impending it to Kune here." I wonder what is this gentleman saying on radio. But I think, Mr. Abraham, you are clear. It's not the player that has the ball that impedes the goalkeeper. It's it's not Komane, it's Moyo. Uh, that impedes the, the Chiefs defender. That is correct, sir. Okay. Let's get to some of the points that were made then on um, on the voice note. Firstly, did you see the one from Sundowns where uh, the Sundowns felt that they had a goal incorrectly disallowed for offside? Gaston Serena put one in the back of the net last night. Uh, no, I haven't seen that, unfortunately. So, so then, how do you weigh in which one to look at and which one to release a statement on? Because it always seems like when it's Kaiser Chiefs, uh, there's always a statement that will come out. Look, I got I got contacted by the media department to deliver a statement on a video clip, and that is exactly what I did. Mm. And do you not think there should be consistency then instead of just it being one team? Because I remember there was an incident when Chiefs played Amazulu and after those goals were disallowed of Amazulu, uh, referee Mevin van Veek was suspended. Uh, but there were other incidents during that time in the season, but we didn't hear anything. 
Okay, look, for, for now, I'm not having knowledge of all those things, I can, I, I, if I do comment on that, I will only be speculating, okay? Um, and it would be easy for me to, 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 to answer that question. Yes, we want transparency on everything, but um, you can't ask me to comment on something I know no facts about, because yes, then I will be speculating, unfortunately. Which one do you not have facts on? The one that you just mentioned, something about a, a match versus Amazulu. Are you not aware of the incident when Mr. Mervin van Veek was suspended? The Are you talking about a match inside with, that was played recently? It was played this season, but last year. Last year? Yes, but it was part of this season. Uh, no, sir, I am not. Therefore, I say to you, unless I have seen the incident myself, I will be speculating. Were you, were you in, the, in these structures last year, in the beginning uh, of the season? As, as a match commissioner, yes. Mm. Yeah, there was an incident when assistant referee Mervin van Veek received a four-match ban. I remember Safa even sent out a statement about that. Look, if, if, if I may, I mean, look, if, if, if the match officials do make mistakes, they are dealt with. Mm. Okay, they are looked at by the review committee and obviously the, the review committee makes certain recommendations as to, um, and, and, and the, same, the same process happens. Uh, we have technical people who look at the videos who give the, the expert opinions, and then we have the review committee who will um, look at the incident and obviously uh, come up with, with, with a report whether or not there should be sanctions applicable. That is the recommendations that get made by the review committee. But, but I do believe that every incident is looked into mm. and, and dealt with accordingly. So why not look at sundowns last night then? Because especially if gold difference can come into play now. I, I am positive that those incidents will come up and they will be discussed in the next review committee if there are any incidents that need to be discussed. So which other incidents can you share with us where there have been mistakes made and they've been dealt with so that people don't accuse you of always reacting when it's Kaiser Chiefs? And unfortunately, sir, I'm not at liberty to comment on any incidents that, that have happened with matches. I mean, I was asked to comment on this uh, uh, particular clip specifically and that is exactly what I have done. Unless I have done my homework, I cannot comment on, on, on any other incident. So you can only review an incident if you are asked by your media department? Is that what you, you're saying? Uh, no. For this interview, I was told specifically to speak on one particular clip, and that is exactly what I have done. No, that's not correct. I actually requested the interview myself. It wasn't even the producers. It was after we saw your statement yesterday where you praised the match officials, and we wanted to talk about the, that that statement, because you were talking in general, even before this incident of Kaiser Chiefs happened. So can you give us other... Okay, what about the Swallows game? I mean, last game of the season in the Glad Africa Championship, there were three Swallows players offside there. Did you see that incident for their third goal? Yes, I saw that incident. Has that been dealt and with? Yes, that, that has been dealt with, and the incident, uh, uh, um, that, is, that will probably be ongoing. Okay, was, was it an incorrect decision to, uh, to yes, award that goal? Decision. Uh, there, was, there were three players in the offside position, mm. but the player who played the ball, yes, he was in an offside position and he should have been penalised for gaining an advantage. So that goal should not have stood? Correct, sir. It had a big swing because um, the teams finished on the same number of points and uh, Swallows got automatic promotion because of goal difference. Is that not something then that should have been dealt with immediately considering the, the implications of it? Uh, like I just said to you, it, it, it has been dealt with. Oh, what's the verdict? Being dealt with. Sorry? I'm saying, what's the verdict? 
well, obviously I'm not at liberty to, 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 give, to provide you with all that information. Okay, so when you deal with incidents then, what, what happens? Are there sanctions? Do you apologize to the team? I'm just trying to figure out if you deal with it, then what is the expected outcome? Like I said to you, the review committee will make recommendations. If there are sanctions, they will advise uh, 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 the refereeing department. And uh, yeah, then the, then the sanctions are um, coming to effect based on the recommendation. But for the clubs, it's just hard luck. Just tough luck. Just stay strong. I think you want to draw me into into making making uh, certain comments, but like I said to you, there is a set procedure that is followed, and that procedure is followed with with, with any incident that that needs to be reviewed. No, I, I I don't think I'm trying to draw you to a certain comment, Mr. Abraham, and that's not my intention at all. I'm just trying to highlight how big a swing that one goal where three players were offside was for the Glad Africa Championship because Ajax must now go into the playoffs and they might not even come back. Okay, I, I, I hear exactly what you're saying, but you have to understand that on the refereeing side of things, if a referee, if a referee errs, the matter is dealt with. What happens in, in another department is not something I can comment on or make a decision on. Um, and, and, and to say it's just uh, bad luck for the club, I, I think that, that would be incorrect and, and, and inappropriate of us to do that. So what I'm saying is, if there are sanctions applicable, referees are dealt with. Anything beyond uh, the refereeing department is not something I can comment on, unfortunately. Would you agree, though, that it's embarrassing for the match officials that such a big offside was missed and it had such a big influence on the outcome of the Glad Africa Championship? It would be bad for the match official who actually uh, uh, erred on that, yes, but not for the match officials on the whole. Isn't um, it? Yes, unfortunately, match officials... Uh, suffer the brunt of of uh, whatever negative comments are made. Mm. But uh, if one person makes a mistake, we cannot blame the collective. Mm. Okay. And having seen that incident, how could the match officials have got it wrong, in your opinion? Well, uh, if you're talking about the Swallows the, game, uh, the Swallows game specifically, mm. it was a bad error. It was a bad error on the day, and. Um, Unfortunately, the match, match official needs to suffer the consequences of that action. Are you able to explain how the match officials could have got it wrong? When I when I looked at the clip, the match official was well positioned to see mm. the incident and he should have picked up the offside. Um, there could be 101 explanations from the match official side. Mm. But when we look at the clip, we only say what the clip revealed. Mm. And the clip revealed that he was well positioned to be able to make that decision mm. and get it and, and make a correct decision as such. And even after all that we've said tonight, Mr. Abraham, you still believe the match officials have done a great job? If we look at one or two incidents in isolation, then we are going to say that the, neg- that the match officials did not do well. But like I said at the start, if we look at all the matches that have been playing, played and all the officiating, and I have to say that the match officials have been doing well. Yes, I do agree that there have been one or two errors, but on a whole, the match officials have been doing well. Did you see the penalty shot of Chiefs against Vets when Riff Frosla was fouled by Tulani Sajoy? Um, again, you're drawing in, in me into incidents that you want me to speculate on, sir. No, I'm asking, did you see it, sir? No, I did not. Did you see the Barocca goal against Orlando Pirates? Uh, are they, 
again, I say to you, you want to draw me into comment that I did not agree with Katlejo to speak about. So we could we could always have an offline discussion or we can do this again. But allow me to do my homework and then I can come back to you. I was just asking for the sake of transparency and especially when you're saying that the majority of the decisions were, were and, correct. And, and I can only, and I'm always just saying, and I can only speak the truth when I have facts. Okay. Unless I have facts, I will only be speculating, sir. No problem, no problem. Thanks for taking our call. Maybe then when you've got the facts, even if it's after the season, when you've looked at some of the incidents that you guys have picked up or the ones we've highlighted, or it doesn't have to be the ones we've highlighted, but the ones you've picked up, maybe then you can come back, Mr. Ibrahim, and just explain some of those decisions to us, just for the sake of transparency, because I, I believe people believe that there's no transparency when it comes to this decision-making. That is no problem at all. I will definitely do so. Hmm. Is it time for VAR? Is there an appetite for VAR in South Africa? Well, VAR is, is entrenched in football around the world, and, and I think that is, that is definitely it will be a welcome, um, a welcome uh, uh, um, thing in our, in, our, in our football. And um, yes, I'm sure it will, it will enhance the, the, the football in South Africa and assist our, our, our match officials greatly. Okay, no problem, Mr. Ibrahim. We didn't want to catch you offside here, but we just wanted to highlight some of the points that have been glaring from for us in the APSA Premiership or in the PSL. I mean, we love this beautiful game, but some of the decisions just make a mockery of our beautiful sport here. And that's why you'll, you'll get these accusations that people are taking money and all sorts of things. So I think with more of these conversations and more transparency going forward, people can understand how things work in the referees committee. No problem at all, sir. I, I must tell you, I'm never offside. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. It, look, it's a, it's a pleasure to chat. And like I said to you, we can, we can do this again, no problem at all. Let me get the facts together. And yes, give me a shout. Can we take it from there? Okay, let's leave it there. Mr. Abdul Ibrahim Safa's ahead of uh, referees there. There are a lot of incidents that he hasn't seen that uh, we have seen. Uh, but it's quite interesting that they come out to... Uh, Comment about the one about Kaiser Chiefs, which they also did uh, last season. I mean, not last season. It was this season, man. I think it was around September, October when Chiefs played Amazulu. And they banned Mervyn van Veek for about four matches there. And that's why people are saying, but there's no consistency. Now they didn't see the Sundowns game, the Sundowns goal of Gaston Serrano. But they saw the Chiefs one on the same night. And I think people are just asking for a bit more consistency here from Suffers uh, acting referees. Or Suffers referees. But, I mean, imagine now if you're Ice Cape Town. It's been admitted on the radio that the Swallows' third goal should not have stood. Uh, that means that game could have finished 2-0. And uh, then it means that the teams would have been on the same. The goal difference would have been the same. It would have been 13. And what does it go to? It goes to goal scored, right? Goal scored. Ajax have scored 50 goals and Swallows have scored 51. So, yeah, they can feel hard done by that.